This is episode number 14 with Corey King. I specialize in a very specific type of security. Subconscious security. You're talking about dreams. We create the world of the dream. We bring the subject into that dream. And they fill it with their secrets. It's called Inception. Hello everyone and welcome to Cerebral Mind Control. My name is Hadlin. I am a hypnotist, magician, mentalist, and speaker. Every week I will bring to you a driven, focused artist or entrepreneur and pick their brains on how they have learned to control their minds for success. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here we go. Welcome back to the Cerebral Mind Control Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Hadlin Entertainment, Canada's one-stop shop for premium corporate quality entertainment services. On this episode, we speak with Corey King, an amazing man. He's a land surveyor by day, and he changes lives by night with the Pinkwig Foundation, which in the past three years has raised over $100,000. We talk about how he was able to turn a negative into a positive and how he went through those struggles with support and why support is so important. We talk about Corey's travels, the power of the phrase, why not? How surrounding yourself with people who know what they're doing is very crucial and the key to success. You guys are definitely gonna enjoy this episode. Corey is such an amazing person and you will learn so much just listening to him speak. And please hit that like button, that subscribe button, that share button. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, Corey King. Corey King, what's up, man? Thank you, you for doing? coming out. How you doing? Good Pretty to have good. you. Thanks for having me, Anthony. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, it's definitely, uh, it, it feels natural to have you on here because you're such an accomplished person in the area of, you know, holding, hosting events. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, something that came um, kind of by chance and by by life uh, yeah. happenings, I guess you could say. Right. But um, yeah, some definitely a lot of things have happened to me in the last few years. And you turned a positive out of it, right? Yeah, for sure. And right. can you tell me about uh, about how you came up with the or how Pinkwig even started? Uh, Pinkwig started um, about three years ago. Um, I had a girlfriend that passed away from cancer. Her name was Tracy Din. Um, she died at 26 years old. And um, we, basically how it all started is we, she was, she got a, a terminal diagnosis. So um, we looked at options to raise some money to seek alternative treatment or to um, maybe even do a bucket list of sorts. Right. So, and that's what ended up happening is we did a bucket list. So we had to raise some funds in order to do that. And, um, that's where the pink wig was born. We had a bunch of friends that got together one night in my mom's, uh, living room and, and thought of some ideas. And then we hosted our first event was at scratch nightclub. I don't okay. know if you remember scratch night. I'm sure yeah. you do. <laughs> that's where we that's, met. Yeah. That's right, man. Um, but it, yeah, it all kind of started there and, and since then, it's really, really taken off. Yeah, it, it, every year, I'm sure the, the numbers are growing and growing. And it's definitely grown in the last three years. Um, you know, we've we've now raised over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! In the three years, and we've um, we've now helped out six young women, um, giving them basically what we do is with the pink wig is we give um, we give fi financial grants to them. So. We want to help out the individual that can't pay for their bills, right. um, you know, can't pay That's for amazing. their car payments, amazing. or want to do a bucket list too, right? That's kind of what we got to do, Tracy yeah. and I, when, when she was sick. So, um, you know, it's our way of giving back and helping out. Yeah, my, my last memory of her was uh, when we ran into you, or when I ran into you, both of you, at uh, the exhibition. Oh, I remember that, yeah. You yeah, remember I, that. I do remember that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's it seems like yesterday, but it's been a long time now too, and you know a lot of a lot of things have happened since, and and um, you know with the Pink Wig Foundation, it's it's a way to carry on her le her legacy, right? Carry on uh, the positivity of yeah, her life, and... absolutely, and we and we want to celebrate that, right? right? We want to celebrate 
um, what she stood for. And um, we want to be able to, like for me personally, I want to be able to help other people out because I know um, how hard it is. And, you know, not just for the person that's suffering, but everybody around them, because everybody around them is suffering too. And the loved ones are suffering too. Right. Right. So when we can kind of take that financial worry away, it, it helps. Right. You know, so it helps. You love helping people now. And well, it's, yeah, it's something that's, uh, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I do. Awesome. It, were you always that type of person? Um, not necessarily. No, no. Okay. no. Like I've always, you know, I, I guess you, I didn't know how to maybe so much, you know, right. if I'm, I'm the older brother in the family, so okay. I do, I do have that, you know, that characteristic to look after, um, you know, and care for, but, um, you know, when something as that happened to, to me and that was that tragic, it, uh, you, you just see things in a different light, I guess. And you want to be able to help people because you know how hard it was for for yourself, and you see how many people stood up and helped you out. That was the biggest thing for me. Like how many people just stepped up and helped us out. It's you know, so it's it's something that I you know I have to do now. Awesome, that's great. Yeah, life changing experience for the better. You've been able to create an awesome positive out of it, which is incredible. Thank you. Yeah, Thank well, you. I know that. Uh, there are people out there that, you know, their life would be 100% destroyed and they go down the wrong path because of something like that. And, you know, it's an inspiration. Well, I think, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I think you, it's, it's very easy to go either way too. You know, you see both sides and, and, um, you know, there's times, there was times when it was, you know, I was, I was in a dark place too, whereas it's hard to see the positive out of things. Right. And, right. Um, but to have great support around around me and and great friends and family, my family is amazing, and to have their support, um, you know, it's that's how you get through. And you said you're the oldest of, of how many? I am. There's three of us: myself, okay. uh, my my brother, younger brother Brad, and my younger sister Brittany. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you all take part in. In, in the foundation uh Brittany Brittany is she's on the board she's actually okay. the vice president okay. um yeah and my brother he's always been very supportive but he's in China oh uh, okay. te- teaching with his wife wow yeah that's amazing yeah yeah he's uh he's having a blast over there he he about a year a year ago him and his wife picked up and wow. they said we're gonna go to China for a little bit and do some teaching and your family's all about helping people it's <laughs> awesome man he's loving it too man he's loving it yeah, he's loving it. That's great. Yeah, I love that. It's uh, definitely inspiring. Well, yeah. it's, it's um, I think, yeah, like, like same with Brad and Britt. They, you know, they were very close um, with Tracy as well. And and they took it very hard as well. And, and I think, what, like, again, when, I, when something like that happens, you realize, you truly do, like, it's cliche, but you realize, like, how quick life is and and try to enjoy it as much as you can. And, do as much as you can, you know, and then you, you start to feel some fulfillment from that. So if you don't mind, could you share what kind of things were going through your mind during the dark time and how you conquered that? Um, yeah, it's tough to explain. I guess it's like um, a lot of it is shock. Um, a lot of, like, I, I remember, like, sleeping a lot, mm-hmm. memory loss. Okay. Um you know, devastation, obviously, um, knowing that you're very close to somebody and then they're gone, right? And you never get to speak to that person again. And, um, you know, there's, there's just a lot, a lot of time where, um, just grieving, right? And, and maybe not in the right ways. And then, you know, I started to seek some help and talk to some people and, and realize that it's okay to feel those ways and it's okay like that's normal right right um because you don't feel normal and you don't feel like and you don't feel like it's going to get better and um but to have a lot of support around me and um you know eventually uh, meeting the girlfriend that I have now Clara um she was very instrumental in um helping helping me along the way and being understanding and and, um, you know, and obviously a very tough situation for her too, you know, right. it's, 
it's not, I doubt it's easy to date someone who has lost someone before like that, right? It's not easy. Um, I couldn't even imagine myself. No, it's, it's not something you can even prepare for, I think. Uh, no, I don't think so. And, um, you know, I, I did, I had dated someone before that had lost somebody mm-hmm. and it was, it's hard. So I know, I know what it's like and, um, but yeah, it's, uh, well, you guys are definitely cute together. You well, guys, thank you. You guys do really well. Together. She's amazing. She's an amazing woman and I love her very much. And, um, yeah, she keeps me, uh, keeps me together for sure. That's the very important part too. Yeah, That's for absolutely, sure. Absolutely. Now you've done a lot of work as well with, with Chad Reynolds. He was in, uh, Chad's he, the man. I love Chad in, Reynolds. Uh, episode six, I think yes. I could be wrong, but, and yeah, you guys worked together this past summer on the YXC food, food truck festival. Yeah, YXC Street Food Festival. Street food yeah. festival yeah. yeah. So, what what was your hand in all of that? Um, well, basically, it, it ties in with Pink Wake Foundation. Um, okay. Chad, we um, we had a turnover of some some of our board members, and um, my first thought was to pick somebody up. Chad Reynolds. He's you know he's very um, talented in in many ways. He's, um, you know, he's got the best character in the world. Yeah. He's a oh, great yeah. guy. He he has a lot of connections. He has a, he does a lot of things, and he's a great guy. And he knew about the he knows the Pink Wake Foundation. He knew Tracy, you know, and he's he knows me. We know each other fairly well, right? And we're good buddies. And so I asked him. We went out one night, and I asked him if he'd like to come on our board. And he's he was pumped about it. He's like, I don't know if I got a ton of time for you, but I'll do what I can. And he's like, meanwhile, while while you're here, uh, YXC Street Food, he he um his partner Patrick Wood, who moved out to Vancouver, yep. he had left, so he had a spot to fill there. So he asked me to come on board, and I, you know, I was super stoked about that, and try to bring some of the the things that I learned from the Pink Wig, bring those to the table um, with YXC Street Food. So so now I've partnered up with him um, as a business partner with him, and. And, um, you know, he's, he's taught me a lot with it. I basically just said, Chad, tell me what you need me to do and I'll do it. Nice. And, um, yeah, so we had a, we had a great summer, you know, kind of rekindling our friendship too, because we, you know, how life is, you don't get to see your friends every day. And, and so we, you know, all of a sudden we're meeting once a week to go over stuff. And, and, uh, so I'm very happy that he, he got me on board with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Chad's awesome. So what are some of the things that you learned from Pink Wig that you brought into the street food? Um, well, I guess um, just not being afraid to go go uh, go get what you need to get, like okay. sponsorships. Okay. You know, I, I, I found yeah. uh, a little bit of a knack for that, and I think it's with the with the Pink Wig Foundation. Obviously, um, you just got to go go ask, right? You got to go and tell people what you're doing, what it's about how it benefits people and people react to that and um you know kind of using that in this and it's obviously a benefit for both sides too right and the same thing applies to uh, yxc street food you know you get get some sponsors for that and you know how many people did we have have out there this year probably ten thousand people walked the streets that day right so so it's a benefit for sponsors to come in and and show off what they have as well and you know, obviously, without our sponsors, those things wouldn't be able to happen. Right, so that they they can essentially advertise through that as well. Absolutely, then. absolutely. That's great. And then a lot of connections kind of go back and forth between right. the two as well. You know, a lot of support from from different uh, different businesses in the community that have you know fr- that are friends and not just you know business uh, partners or associates or or sponsors. You know, right. it's um, it's you know, some friendships that I've really, really gained through that as well. Okay. Now, is it, is it as simple as just picking up the phone and calling companies or um, is there a little more to it? It, it, can, it can be, it can yeah, be, okay. yeah, it can be. Um, I found, you know, it, I found that uh, with Pink Wig Foundation, a lot of people knew Tracy and knew the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people were coming to us and saying we want to help out. Okay. That's and great. then there's a lot of people that I knew that were in certain, um, you know, like Cruise FM is a huge sponsor of, of 
the Pink Wake Foundation, and I knew like Kim Diller is one of their head sales associates. So okay. you know, I just went and talked to her and said, hey, you know, how can you help us out? Nice. And you know, now they've been a sponsor, and actually, there's a couple that are on our board as well now, <laughs> through <laughs> wow. Kim being one of them. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's uh, it's it's both. You have to. Um, that's the thing with the pink wig. People came to us at first, and they want to help us out. But you have to be able to go out and ask for ask to and tell people um, what you're about and what you're doing. So you got to okay. do those cold calls a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. which can be a can be a little bit daunting. But right. and I think that's something that I've you know I've developed. Um, um, but at first, when I was doing it, like my sister and I, we would walk the streets. We'd go down Broadway. We'd go down. Uh, downtown, down Second Ave, and we just go into businesses, and we'd be like, "Hey, this is what we're doing. We're doing a, a fundraiser. Would you like to donate? You know, anything—a belt, a pair of shoes, you know, something for a silent auction." And you see, and I think with that too, people see and they hear about it as well. So it kind of it works right. in that even if they don't give you anything, they, you know, they see what you're doing and they hear about the pink wig, and or you ask to put a poster up in their front window or something, right? Yeah. And after you keep doing that you know eventually people um you know you they hear about it when they see it on facebook or they're like oh where did i hear about that yeah. that from right so it's yeah. you're creating brand in a sense yeah it's, it's something that i really like doing was starting just going around and then you meet people too and yeah and you build you know, all those connections yeah it's it's something that i really really enjoy is that something you had to make up as you went yeah i just flew, is, I, right? honestly man i just flew by the seat of my pants it's, really i just knew that we needed to we needed things okay. and you know to do a fundraiser you need you know in depending what it is but you need those silent auction items that's a silent auction is huge money maker in a fundraiser right so but you need to do the work to go out and, and get that stuff too right and and, and good stuff too. <laughs> right exactly yeah. yeah exactly and it's amazing how much how, how much people are willing to um to donate like you know we we've had Anywhere from uh, you know riders tickets t um, with with a vehicle from Vueg to you know to drive to box seats you know wow. vehicle and box really? seat tickets drive there and back you know from Vueg Michael Wine at Vueg to um, you know to sunglasses from Backside Board Shop and snowboard glasses and uh, from Mike Napper there and just you know it's a, it, it just there's so many different. Um, you know so many different levels of it but so many people that are willing to help and the amazing things that they they donate you know yeah. which goes so far like imagine a gift like that exactly how much that can raise you know exactly and that that's everything for sure so the silent auction that's a big part of it huge is there anything else in, that is within a fundraiser that's really important um well it, it depends i guess on the fundraiser we have our huge gala every year at the besboro um okay that's like a, our classy ballroom you know yeah. the dance and and the nice dinner and everything the silent auction is is a huge money maker but the ticket sales obviously for that something like that is is a pretty big money maker for us as well we're not we're not uh we don't ask for a lot for the ticket it's uh it's been a hundred and hundred bucks the first year and i think it went up to 120 dollars which when you look at galas and things yeah, like that it's fairly reasonable. cheap it's fairly yeah. cheap um, but it's still a decent money maker for us um, as well. So you have that in the silent auction, and then um, you know just donations as well. You know okay, we have. So you'll ask people for like monetary donations. Um, basically, what we do, we have like we always have like a donation box that's set up at all of our events. We don't get okay. like a ton for that, but people, you know, we have our uh, ugly cardi party that's coming up. Right away, December twenty third at Earl's. Twenty third, okay. Shameless plug. Hey, no worries. <laughs> um, I'll put I'll put a link in the in the show notes as well. Awesome, um, but we have that coming up December twenty third. What's it called again? Uh, it's the Ugly Cardi Party. Ugly Cardi Party. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Clever name. Okay. Well, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we we've done it. This is will be our fourth year now, I believe, having it, and we're gonna do a karaoke uh, yep. there as well for the first like hour, <laughs> which everybody loves karaoke. Um, but like something like that, we have a donation box set up at the front and, you know, it's the Cardi party isn't a huge money maker for us. Like, yeah, it's good. Um, but we have a donation box set at the front and if somebody, it's 10 bucks to get in, but if, you know, if lots of people throw in $20 or yeah. throw in an extra five or, 
Um, so that, like something like that, that would be our main money maker for the Ugly Cardi Party Night, the admission and then the donation. And we do a 50-50 draw and we do a prize raffle, but that's more for us to give back, right. you know, something cool to the people that are there. Um, so, you know, something like that, that's where you'll get a lot of, the, most of our money will be from the, from the door there. Mm-hmm. But that's just more of a fun event, is celebrating the, the season, aware, an awareness um, you know, letting people know what we're doing and just to have some fun and, and kick back and enjoy the holidays. Sounds a lot of fun. It is. You're going to so have to make it. Do you have to wear an ugly cardigan? Is that what it, it is? It is preferred. Okay. It is preferred that you wear an ugly cardi part, wear an ugly cardi. And there's also always a gift for the ugliest cardi that's there. Oh, yeah? So we do a vote on it. Um, <laughs> I can't remember who's won in the past years. I think Ricky Rock won yeah. one last year. Maybe it was the 50-50 one. But there's there's definitely, people love to dress up. You know how it is. Nice. People yep. love to dress up. And, and um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I was, nice. I was actually Santa last year. So oh, we, yeah. have a, we have a photo booth upstairs at, uh, at Bacchus. Yeah. And um, I had to wear the Santa suit last year. It was hot. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it was very hot, yeah. A lot of fun, but yeah, I don't think I'll do it again this year. No? No I'll Santa this year. Hire someone else to do that? That's right. That's nice, right. Nice, Yes. That sounds pretty good. How, how did you come up with that idea? Um, that's a good question. Um, we just have, we have an awesome team, awesome group on our board. And we've, okay. we've come up with a lot of, different ways to fundraise I think um, just unique ideas um, yeah I, stuff for me this is three four years ago now so it's I guess it'd be three three years ago now um, I'm sure there was a few of us that had a hand in different ideas what to do we knew that we wanted to do something over Christmas everybody's home for Christmas there's a lot of people right. around nobody's doing a lot before Christmas we've, d- we've done it on Boxing Day a couple of day a couple of years but we like doing it right before Christmas because everybody's home and ready to kind of right. go out and hang out. And, um, <clears throat> so, yeah, to answer your question, I'm not quite sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure on that who, okay. who actually had the idea, but it's a good idea. So you guys, <laughs> you guys constantly cr- create new ideas? We're trying that, as much yeah. as we can, absolutely. Um, obviously, when we first started the foundation, we needed to be more like that to establish ourselves and to right. s- set ourselves out from the crowd. Um, when we first started our first fundraiser um as a foundation um our first one like i said at scratch um when tracy was still alive but after her death our first one that we had was the alley rally and that was we had a bowling tournament and fashion show and one okay i remember hearing about that yeah which was amazing it was a lot of fun and it caught the attention of you know global news and and we got to go on on the morning show with lisa dutton and and so that got a lot of attention right away, and and it was a lot of fun, something unique, and it was different, and that's how it caught the attention of people, and, and plus having all the people that knew about uh, the Pink Wake Foundation just from being so close to it. Right. Obviously, we had, that's who, the people have always supported of, supported us are those people, those, you know, those good friends that all of us, that Tracy had, that I've had, and the new good friends that we've met as well along the way. But those have been our, our biggest supporters. Um, but doing something like that, getting on global, um, that really kind of like put you know it started put it on the map. Put it on so the put it on the map, so to speak, exactly. Yeah. And then it's just kind of been snowballing from there. And when we were able to help out our first uh, recipient and and then go on to help another and another and another, it's um, it's uh, yeah, it started to snowball. And nice. We love to see that. That's awesome. Yeah, we love to see that. If I can make just a side note, sure, about Scratch. Yes, yes, that's the good old days of Scratch. You know, just analyzing who was all there at the same time. Right. It's amazing how much talent was just bred through that through that uh, business. I was, I was thinking you know? the other day how you have you've had Mark on the show, yeah. you've had Chad on the show, <laughs> now myself on the show, and there's yeah. you know there's a lot of other Pat Wood and yeah. Chad Coombs. Chad I, Coombs is amazing. Yeah, your I, cousin. Uh, Sean, Sean, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I plan to have everyone actually eventually. Or Evan, there. sorry, Evan was on. We're used to work there. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. 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 He's a good artist. Yes, he's amazing. Yeah. And Sean's amazing as well, oh, yeah. as we know. They're both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Everyone that worked there is just amazing in, the, in all their different individual areas, which is pretty That'll cool. be a time in my life that I'll remember very fondly. You know, that's when I first moved back to Saskatoon. I moved back. Yeah, I, okay. I, was, uh, I lived in Medicine Hat for 10 years. Okay. And then I went traveling for about eight months with my brother. And we traveled Australia and Asia. And then um, I ended up injuring my foot really bad uh -oh. in Asia. And um, cut the bottom of it. And then it got infected. Mm. Uh, up to my knee, basically, long story short, I was two overnight bus rides away from Bangkok where I got injured as in Laos mm -hmm. and took these two overnight bus rides with my leg just basically on my brother's lap and this tight bus, you know, hot and sweaty. And by the time I got to Bangkok, I was in so much pain and went to the hospital and the nurse unwrapped my foot. It was all wrapped up and she looked and she's like, that's no good. She's like, she's like, it's infected really bad. So they pulled the stitches out and, and uh, basically crap. I ended up being in the hospital for a week and a half. Oh, wow. And uh, she's like in the middle of the trip or? That was, well, it could have been, you know, yeah. it could have been. We were about, you know, six months in and yeah. we were supposed to go back to Australia and work. Oh, yeah. But that, needless Kinda to say, the... ended the, ended the, the oh, fun. okay. I see. I see. <laughs> it ended the fun. But, you know, ended up coming back to Saskatoon and, you know, because it was kind of like a turning point for me in my life. Like, you know, I didn't know I was going to come back to Saskatoon. I didn't plan on coming back to Saskatoon. And, and with all that happened there, I came back home and um, recouped. And then, and then the rest is history. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, if I can just talk about, or we can talk about the traveling for a bit. Because sure. that's actually one of my uh, top interests. I love Aside it. from, actually, I'd have to say it's above magic and performing. Wow. It's uh, magic and performing is a means to do that. Right, right. So, yeah, tell me about Asia. Like, well, It's amazing. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it, money goes farther there, from what I understand. Well, that's and, honestly why we went there. Because yeah? we, my brother and I, um, we're in Australia, and we bought a car, and we went up the coast and back down on the east side of the coast, like all travelers do there, a lot right. do, right? Okay. And... We, I, I had, we each had a certain amount, like a, so much money yeah. and we we're getting low on that money. And the plan was to work. Originally that was the plan. Oh, we had our oh, work really? visa. Our plan was to work. And <laughs> then we looked at each other and we, one night and we're like, we heard some people talking about Asia and how cheap it was to go there. So we looked at each other and we're like, should we go? Should we do it? And then the next night we were in Bangkok and, <laughs> and, but this, like you said, it's just, your money goes so much further yeah. there and it's amazing and it's, Australia was amazing to me, but um, Thailand and and Southeast Asia, which it's just such a different thing, right? It's such a different beast and a culture shock and right. all those things, right? Was it hard to get by without speaking their language? Um, no, there's quite a it's, English is like their yeah, it's, there's okay. so much. It's so traveled out and tourist out that it's okay. you know you can get you can find someone anywhere that you know okay to ask a question to well, that's not that bad though. we were but we didn't know that right we honestly knew nothing about it yeah. until we were there we we're just like threw ourselves into the situation and that was part of the fun yeah. you know we just uh the adventure the adventure yeah yeah it was, it was and it was an amazing time to go with my brother who you know is my, is my best friend and and who at the time i hadn't seen him for a while you know, six months or so, we're living in different cities, and then to okay. go there and kind of just like, um, it was just us against the world, right? Yeah. And we, uh, the world won, I guess. <laughs> but it was such a good time. It was, it was honestly just really good being with him, and and obviously him being away now in China, and miss him quite a bit, and yeah. his wife too, yeah. And he met his wife, Amanda, in Thailand on that trip. On that trip. On that trip. Wow. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah it was That's amazing. That's an awesome story, actually. Yeah, he met yeah. her on that trip. And, um, and they're married now? They're married. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're married. She's from England, and she was traveling with her friends there. And Oh, that makes it even, even crazier. Yeah, because what are the chances? It's exactly. not like she was there, right? And it was just, it so happened um, that we went to this one place um can i tell you a quick story about yeah, it of course okay so we're going to Kolanta, which is an island in in thailand and there's this guy that was on the ferry with us and coming in and he was one he worked at the one of the hotels there and his job was to get people to come to his hotel so he was hounding us he's like you guys should come to our, come to this hotel it's the best it's the cheapest it's on the ocean and we're like kind of yeah yeah but like you know we're, we're not suckers we're not going to fall for this so we 
the ferry's docking on Colanta, and we look, and there's probably 150 of those exact same guys with signs up, come to our hotel, come to our hotel, it's the best, it's the best. We're like, okay, this guy was smart. He got on the ferry before we even got there and got to talk to us one-on-one, right? Instead of all these hundreds of guys, we're like, this guy's smart, we got to go with him. So, like, his name was Nui. We're like, Nui, we're coming with you. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> and he's like, his, his tagline was, why not? He's, why not? Why not to everything, right? We're like, Nui, can you take us out uh, deep sea fishing or night fishing? He's like, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> his answer was, why not to everything? And it was the best. It was kind of our tagline for the rest of our trip was, want to do this? Why not? Let's go do it, you know? And it's a good motto to kind of have, I think, yeah. in, in life. Why not? So, because we went with him, that's where Brad and Amanda met was at that hotel that we ended up going to. Yeah. And again, the rest is history for them. They're married and, and in love and, and teaching in China together. Because so. why not? Why not? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I know my friends are sick of that story because I say it so many times, but yeah. I think it's so, it's so funny. And he was just such a genuine guy and, and smart too, right? To get us before, yeah, before we dock. Yeah, he's an entrepreneurial spirit. Exactly, that's for sure. Exactly, he's going out there and making it happen. Make, he made it happen. That's <laughs> kind of what you got to do, right? You yeah. got to make it, make things happen for yourself, or you can't just sit on the dock and wait. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's super powerful, and I like that that mindset, that way of thinking. Well, why not? Why don't I do this? Or why don't exactly. why don't you do that? And really, exactly. if you can like cultivate that. Uh, any other area of your life? You totally know, if you agree. wanna, if you wanna do, if you wanna fly planes, why not? Go do it, man. Why exactly. not? <laughs> why not? That's powerful. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more powerful than what he realized. I think so too. And but maybe he did at the same time, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. he did. Yeah, yeah, who knows? I wonder. It'd be interesting to see where he is now. I've oh, I've often thought about that. This was what was it five years ago now? So I often yeah. think that he could still be be there um, at the same resort, but maybe he's doing some other things. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Moved yeah. up in the world, that's yeah, for sure. That's right. Pretty much, I think you can say he probably did. Well, the thing was, like, is it moving up in the world? Because look where he is. He's on a beautiful beach yeah, in Thailand. Maybe that is. <laughs> maybe that's awesome. as far as you can go. Because <laughs> right? yeah, that is. We work our whole lives right? to get there, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're already there, then we'll. Just... <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> I almost said, why not again? Why not? <laughs> You're going to be saying it for a week now. I, I think so. <laughs> it's going to be my new tagline. That's right. I'm going to say it in my shows. and <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so now with the pink wig and all the work that you do there, what are some of your, or some of the, your foundation's goals going forward? That's a good question. Um, something that we've... Um, spent the first three years doing is building the Pinkwig Foundation, building it up so people know about it, um, so we can in turn help people out, right? Um, But one thing we really want to start getting, doing more of is awareness and letting people know um, about uh, cervical cancer. And we want to get into schools and, excuse me, we want to get into schools and just talk to the kids and, and tell them about the risks involved, um, you know, and, you know, having a professional come in to, to, talk them, to talk to them, basically us telling our story about the Pinkwig Foundation, then having a professional come in and talk to about the risks and how you can, you can get it and, um, you know, some of the risk, risk factors and all those different things. So that's something that we really want to do. Um, and obviously uh, continue to build the Pinkwig Foundation as we have been and, and just getting people to know what we do and know that people are suffering and know, get people to know that they can help out. Like their little bit of, of help, whether it's um, volunteering or a donation or, um, you know, a monetary donation, whatever it is, that it can go a long way to help one individual out and maybe more, right? And right. to know that... Um, if you can take us one bit of stress away from somebody who is um, has cancer, that can go a long way to helping them recover from from that cancer. Yeah, you know, it's there's so many stresses that are involved, and you can't take away most of them. But one you could take away is that financial stress. And if we can do that, and if we can continue to let people know how much 
um, how much it, you know, how much their time and their donations mean to that person. That's what we want to do. We want to continue to to raise awareness about the Pink okay. Wake Foundation and cervical cancer. Right. Very cool. I like that. It's a good vision for for the foundation. That's for sure. Thank you. And uh, are there any maybe number of goals that you have? Uh, you want to help so many people? Or? That's a good question. I, I, you know, our, our goals are, we made a goal last year to help out two people mm-hmm. in the year and we, we reached that goal. Um, with, we were going to keep the same goal this year for the two year for the, for the two people a year. And, you know, absolutely. If we can, if we can get to higher, we, we love that. Yeah. Um, we we do the gala this year at the Besbro. I think it's going to be the final year that we do it at the Besbro because we want to make it into a bigger and better, um, place, you know, yeah. and like the Besbro is great. Don't get me wrong, but it can only hold so many people in there too. Right. We love the Besbro. We love, you know, the character to it. Um, but now with the Remy Arts building or Remy Arts on uh. getting built, we're, you know, hopefully maybe get into that next year. That would be um, a good idea. For, you know, good for a venue. Yeah, can uh, you imagine having having yeah, the gala there sure. overlooking the, the river? I think it's amazing and it's something that we've talked about um, as a board, but um, obviously it's not ready to go yet either, yeah. right? But, um, and that's when we can start looking at making our goals a, a little bit bigger to helping out more people. Yeah. Um, you know, with it being at the baseball, you can only have a certain amount of people there. So, yeah. you know, we got to be realistic on our goals. Um, but our, our goals, we still want to grow and we still want to be able to, you know, 100% of our our money that we um, bring in goes to help out those individuals that we give $10,000 grants to. Each individual is 10000 I don't know if I said that previous, but, okay. um, but all of our money goes to that. So, you know, we... we obviously need to spend money throwing the events, but, um, that's where the sponsorship money comes in. Right. And right. to help, yeah, they help exactly help take care of those costs. And then, and then we can get all the money to, to the individual, but, um, that's suffering from cancer. But we, um, yeah, like I, I think sky's the limit to be honest. Like we, we last year we were lucky enough to get, um, get an article written up in uh, 10 papers nationwide. Um, wow, they did a little write-up on um, the cost of cancer, and I got a little interview with that. So, um, And it went, like, it was it was shared on Facebook, and it was shared, like, a crazy amount of times, which is, you know, it was so awesome to see that yeah. and to see the, you know, the story kind of get blown up like that. And then I was able to be on the We Day stage last year as well. I was able I to go up and speak. I heard you did really well. Well, thank you. I was, that was the, probably the most nervous I've ever been in my whole yeah. life. But Well, you have like a minute, right? And yeah. You don't want to trip. You don't want to mess up. And uh, But it, honestly, what I realized, just to kind of go on a tangent here, but um, when I walked up on the stage in that moment, I realized like this, as nervous as I am, can you imagine like, the people that are going through what they're going through, suffering from cancer, and like how they feel. For me to get up on that stage for that minute is nothing. It's really nothing, right? And if I can let be the voice for those people to let everybody else know about that, you know, that, and then I just I I kind of came at ease and just went up and just just did it. Um, but you know, we're getting traction and people are hearing about us and be able to get on that We Day stage and to get in these national newspapers and stuff like things are happening. Yeah. And, um, so then we, in turn, we're going to be able to reach, you know, set our goals a little bit higher. That's really exciting. Super exciting. Really yeah. Exciting. It's super exciting. Yeah. Now with your, it was only a minute speech. It was one minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it okay. one, and it, it went by, it felt like forever. Yeah. Um, but when it was done, I, I felt so good. <laughs> I felt <laughs> it was, amazing. Like after. stressful beforehand. Oh man, I was sitting there. And then just builds and then. I was sitting there the whole time, and Clara was with me, and she's like, and she told me after, like, she's like, you are, you. I've never seen you that nervous, like, uh, because I usually don't show it. I get nervous, but I don't think I show it as much as as I feel it. Yeah. But I was, I think I was two hours before I was on stage being there the whole time and nice and I was just watching everybody just like knees bouncing and and it was it was an it was an experience that's for sure now it's interesting to me uh if you could take us through that that part where 
you know, just before you went on stage, you know, you ran through in your mind uh, relating your feeling to uh, of the people that you're representing, how they feel, mm-hmm. you know, and that's interesting how it just made a, a switch in your mind and all of a sudden. Yeah. And it was pumped. like, I remember thinking, um, you know, I remember thinking about Tracy too in that moment. Obviously it's hard not to yeah. um, think about her in that moment. And um, I also related it to when I spoke um, at her funeral and, and said the eulogy, I was one of three, her sister, myself and JC, her good friend, um, three of us did a three part eulogy. And, and I remember like being up there and, um, seeing Tracy down in the coffin and and it being so surreal and being like how am I supposed to speak right now how am I supposed to do this but then thinking well, look what she went through like she went through the worst thing ever right and yeah. for me to be able to speak on her behalf because she can't and speak about her and I had that same feeling at the same time I just became calm not that I was that calm I was obviously busted right. up and it was tough to get it out but calm it, in comparison it, to in what comparison you to what I was um and it helped me get through it. And it, it's like she gave me strength in that moment. Nice. And the same thing happened on that We Day stage. It's like, you know, thought about her and then thought about all these other people that are suffering and all these kids out there. If they can just, you know, if, if it, 10 of them, it gets into their head, Pinkwig Foundation, and they go and talk to their parents about it or they talk to their friends about it. If 10 of them can hear about it or if there's one little kid um, that's suffering from cancer and they can hear that there's somebody out there trying to help them out. Right. You know, or if it can inspire one kid 20 years down the road to maybe do something, you know, that's, that's what, get, you know, gave me that, that calmness in that moment. And I try to use that whenever I can, but it's, it's tough too, yeah. right? But I think moments like that only come, yeah, you know, every once in a while, every once in a while, but it's, I don't know what, and it's, it's not something, it's just something that came over me, right? And, and I could have been. I think it was just, you know, whatever it was, but it was something that helped me in that moment, whatever it was, I don't know. Now, just so anyone listening that doesn't know what We Day is, how many how many people were there? Well, We Day, I guess it's broadcast worldwide, yeah. and it's like millions worldwide watch it online, and then it was at SaskTel Center, and SaskTel Center was absolutely packed, yeah. and, um, you know, there was, there was huge acts there, like... I I don't don't even know. There's so many cool and unique people that are super famous, like Selena Gomez, and I don't think she was here. But there's, you know, a lot of uh, like Magic Johnson was here the year before, and there's a lot of these like the, um, yeah, there's there's so many influential people that um, have overcome different things, or you know. you know, speaking about on different things and to be able to get on that stage and with those people was, was amazing. Yeah. Was you really shared amazing. the stage with some. Yeah. Was, even if it man. was for, for 60 seconds, it yeah. doesn't matter. Right. And at the end of the day, it wasn't about me. It was about being able to, to talk about the pink wake foundation and to be able to, um, uh, spread the word a little bit. Right. Spread the positive message. Absolutely. That you which I have to say, man, the, what you're doing is extremely inspirational. I'm inspired by it. So, well, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. Thank you very much for your words. It means a lot. Because, like, my aim when I do like a performance or I go out and right, even this podcast, my goal is just to inspire one person. And you have already inspired me. So that you know, <laughs> you you're inspiring hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands and more of people. Uh, that means a lot, and I, I thank you for what you're doing. I think what you're doing is amazing and um, giving people a voice as well, right? And, yeah. And um, we have an amazing community in Saskatoon and amazing people, and I think what you're doing is an amazing job getting people's voices out there. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank it comes, means a lot coming from you. That's <laughs> thank for sure. you. Thank you. So within the, this next year here, what are some of your big plans Oh, that's uh, trying anything new or, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Just get through this winter. I work outside. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm a surveyor by day. So get through the winter and, um, Claire and I were talking about maybe going down South here in February, kind of beat, beat the, uh, the cold winter months a little bit and break it up a little bit, maybe going a little trip and, um, we just moved in together. So that's a big step. Yeah, it's great though. It's great. And, um, yeah, so just, you know, just uh, 
you know, looking forward to spending, spending, uh, a lot of time with her and, and, um, and just making a life, man, making a life and getting by. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and what do you do by day? Surveyor, land surveyor. Land surveyor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Right. That stuff's boring though. We don't want to no, talk about no that. No problem. Yeah. That's all good. All good. <laughs> but I feel like, like I know your foundation is a nonprofit, right? You, yes. Hundred percent of the proceeds go yes to um, different people, right? Yes. Yeah. But I feel like the amount of work that you put into it, if you were able to put a hundred percent of your time into it, that you'd be able to help exponentially more people. And that's yeah, that's where it gets a little tricky, though. I'm assuming. Right? Yeah, and it's, it's something that we've we've talked about as a board, and I've definitely thought about. And I think it's something that I would love to do, you know, to be able to, it is a weird thing though. Like it is a, but you know, it's, it's a weird yeah. thing. It's a weird thing because, but there's a lot of charities that do that. Right. And there's a lot of nonprofits and you need, uh, you know, for some of them, you need that full-time employee working. So it's definitely something that I've thought about doing and, um, it could be something in the future. And it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. Yeah, and, and we can tell, we can tell. Right. Yeah. right? And, I think passion goes a long way, right? And and if it's something that at the end of the day, if you're helping out more people, um, then I think that's a, that's a bonus. Yeah. So it could you never know it could be something in the in the future. Right on. Yeah, and I I just had a actually the people that are listening they would have had access to the because this is going to come out in a few weeks, mm-hmm. but they would have had access to the episode that comes out just before this, and in that episode I that I just recorded with Tim Cummins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's talking about how really the purpose of life is just helping people. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Which brings me to my question for you. Yes. What do you feel is the purpose of life? Wow. That's a, that's an interesting question. Um, well, I would tend to agree with him on that. And, um, I think if you, if you're helping people, then, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're helping yourself, right? If you're helping people, you know, you get that, that feeling of fulfillment and like you're doing something and you're making a difference and, and, um, that can go, that can go a long ways, you know, like it's, we all love to have that nice new car and lots of money and a big house. Um, but I bet you, you can talk to a lot of those people too, and they're not happy if they're, if they're not doing other things, um, to fulfill themselves. Right. So, And whether it's, you know, helping your kid out or helping your wife out or helping, you know, but I, I, I would agree with that. I would agree yeah, with him okay. on that. Like it's, I, it's, it saved me, right. It saved yeah. me from, um, going down that dark hole maybe, right. And to be able to put my energy, put in that, that negative energy and turn it into that positive energy by helping people out. It saved, it saved me. So that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. So I would say he's probably living, spot on with that. Yeah, living testament of what he said. Very cool. Um, could you share with us uh, maybe your favorite memory? Oh, wow. Favorite yeah. memory. I know, we're kind of jumping around. But like, <laughs> first thing that pops in your head, that is your favorite memory, if, if you want to. Um, first thing, first thing, allow us into a deeper, yeah, first thing, first thing that I think of is being grade seven and with my brother and his buddies like Matt Yowsey and Adam Selzler and all these buddies and you guys may know them, you may not know them, whoever's listening, but, um, and my good best friend, Dustin Miller, I was just his best man at his wedding in Vegas, uh, about a month ago, but being with them, um, playing, in the park playing um, sandlot kind of style baseball in the park. Nice. Playing foot tackle football in the park <laughs> over Weaver Park over in the, oh yeah just off Adelaide there, and uh, yeah just doing the growing up like the summer nights man just going having fun running around carefree. Um, that's that's how I try to always put my mind to that and you know try to live like you know I think we all have those memories when we're younger when you just you know, you're upset because your buddy couldn't have a sleepover that night. You know, that's that was your biggest worry. And, and you know, with all this crazy stuff going on in the world, but, you know, it's, um, 
it's not such a bad world though either and there's a lot of great people out there and there's a lot of love out there and and I always try to you know I always I often think about those fun times so that's you know I may be able to think about other times if you gave yeah. me some time to think about it but sure. that's the first thing that popped into my mind those nice. those times with my bros yeah, yeah. times when you're Younger, carefree, yeah. free. Still thinking that you might uh, make th- make the big leagues or something. Yeah. <laughs> right? Still have that dream. Right, exactly. <laughs> Even though you know you're not going to. <laughs> but you, I feel you are in a different way, in a in a in a more a stronger way. That's for sure. Thanks, man. Because helping people that that is a lot. Like I mean, if you're a sports player, you're still you're helping people, you're entertaining them, you're giving them a, a way to escape the world. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate the kind words from you. Yeah, no problem, man. It's a. I don't know if they're my words exactly, because it's just what you're doing. You know, it's just how I feel about it. But thank you. Yeah. So I have a couple more questions. Um, Absolutely. What are your top three personal business? values Ooh, top three personal business values yeah personal business just you know or general values general values um that's a good question um well trust i guess would be a big one okay um wow that's a good question being um basically delivering what you say you're going to deliver okay right your word your word right. yeah which is trust i guess too right okay um and uh see with with all the uh the pink wig and yxe like i i'm not so much the business behind it you know i'm more the go out and get stuff done but right but that that's <laughs> and so that's what i was going to say right like just uh you know, just just uh, nose to the ground and and um, go out what you need to go go and get right. And even if you don't know, just go out and try and and fail and fail and again and then learn from that and then and then you know and then things can happen, right? Right. You gotta be you gotta be willing to um, accept failure. So yeah, I don't know a lot about business. I'm not in business, so yeah. so to speak, but. Um, you know, if I can relate it to Pink Wig and, you know, a little bit of YXC Street for just hard work, man. Hard work. That's what it is. Hard work. I like it. It pays off just and and uh, not to worry about failure, I guess. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Those are really strong. Definitely really strong. And I can agree with all of them. And I will definitely, uh, it, help, it helps hearing it from other people too. Right. Because then, you know, sometimes I'll forget. Yeah, about something. You, get, you can get in your own head a little bit, right? Yeah. It's, I think, and you know, just asking. You know what? Another thing for me, because like someone like myself who doesn't have a background in business, or um, you know, who's thrown, you know, decided to take on Pink Wig and um, to ask questions and to like, you know, you reminded me of that. Just to ask questions to people that do know what they're talking about, and and you know, surround yourself. Another cliche thing: surround yourself with people that know what they're doing too which is basically what what I've done with Pink Wig is brought on a bunch of people who know a lot in different areas and, yeah. or who just are great at everything, you know, bring them on and help you out and and then you can learn from those people and then you yourself, you know, yeah. starts to, you start to become that as well. Right, because you're uh, an average of the five yeah. people you hang out around most, I think. That's right. That's what they say. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you could leave behind... A book, TV show, movie, or an album, and this piece of media, when someone listens, watches, or reads it, they get to know who you are. Oh wow! What would it be? Wow. We've had some some broad spectrums on this one. It's 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 really cool to to hear. Hey, when you said book, I was going to say Shantaram, but I'm definitely not that guy in Shantaram. Okay, I'm not familiar with that book. <laughs> he basically like uh, went to jail, broke out of jail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an amazing book. Um, Shantaram, okay. Um, well, I'll tell you this. If I had to leave a book behind, what I would want 
what I would want, um, you know, someone to think about me like Peaceful Warrior. Oh, yeah. Have you read The Peaceful Warrior? You got it. I got it right here. And, yeah, it's a, it's an right? amazing book. And Socrates in The Peaceful Warrior? I Right? I just started it. Okay, so... No, so no spoilers, yeah, please. But what you have to do is you have to read... There's um, there's a, a book. It came out after The Peaceful Warrior, but it was okay. about Socrates when he was... And he's the guy who teaches teaches the subject in the peaceful warrior so you have to read that and it's called the journeys of socrates okay and you could read it before peaceful warrior or because it's set before right but it was written after star wars it's like yeah it's all that weird weird crap but but read it nonetheless okay so my my short answer i guess is peaceful warrior because it's you know i um, when I read that I read it every so often and okay. it kind of just times. yeah I have and um, I recommend it to people you know if they're kind of feel like they're in a bad place or they just want some inspiration and you know it's you know you can be you know you, you, you can't judge a book by its cover so to speak right and get another stupid cliche but yeah. but it's not and you know Socrates in the book he's this old guy who has all these all this knowledge and all these things and he works at a gas station and you know and it's a, it's it's an amazing thing you, you just never know you know the guy you're walking by on the street could have all this knowledge and you don't even you know don't it. even know it oh. so so peaceful warrior for me all right awesome yeah I can't wait to to dive fully into that book. It's an amazing book, yeah. The yeah. Journeys of Socrates, remember that, read it. It's yeah. amazing. I will I'm actually gonna put links for all of these books that you mentioned in the sweet in the show notes. And Chantaram, just for a good read, like it's an amazing book. Me my my sister and I, we love that book. It's I read it when I was in uh, El Salvador. I was there for about a month and I it's like a thousand page book and I couldn't put it down, so for like two weeks I just you know in another heavy. country. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Was, yeah, it was crazy. That's definitely the life, to be able to just relax. Oh, man. That's almost, you know, when you're in another country and you're traveling, to be able to just read, that's almost like when you were a child and you just have no worries. And it's so true. Fun. Yeah, that's a great, great um, perspective, man. And it's, um, yeah, like uh, to be in a hammock and reading and have that ocean breeze <laughs> on you and hear oh, the wow. waves, there's nothing better to me in the whole world. And it's, you know, that's, we have a hammock, um, well, we just moved, as I said, but yeah. Clara had a hammock up in her, in her house before, so we had it in the house, so we're going nice. to get one up in our house now, got the same hammock, but it's just like, to sit by in a hammock and read, and it kind of puts you in that spot, Yeah, I think it's an amazing thing, very good therapy. So, end goal for your, for your life, would you like to be in a hammock, beachside? <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Maybe maybe not full time. You know, I do love okay. Saskatoon and I love my family and, um, you know. But I would love to have that vacation home or, yeah. you know, or even just a just make those trips once a year, right? right. Just go and, and Claire, she's Brazilian, right? So, um, so she's like, she's been telling me we got to get down to Brazil and, and check that out. So that'll be exciting. Absolutely, that's awesome. Absolutely. So Corey, I. I just want to maybe ask you for if you'd like to share anything else. And uh, but before we do, you can maybe think of something that you'd like to share, maybe a story or uh, anything else. But uh, before that, how can people find you? Um, well, that's pretty easy. Uh, you can find um, if you're looking for the Pink Wig Foundation. You can find us on Facebook at Pink Wig Foundation, um, Pinkwig.ca. Instagram at Pinkwig Foundation, and you can um, you can find me at Corey at Pinkwig.ca. Um, if you're interested in, like I said before, volunteering or or some sponsorship options or um, donating, or you just want to learn more about it, or if you know somebody that is in need and um, and needs some help, uh, get a hold of me, and I can take you through the proper steps to. Uh, through the application and all those things so um and then i'm on facebook so just like every most most other people especially people in our kind of line of work you got to be you got to be out there and let people know what you're doing right so or Corey at yxcstreetfood.com i'm looking forward to the next season with chad and and making um 
making the food fest bigger each year and and uh, it's such an amazing time this year so i'm looking forward to that too yeah so. i'm looking forward to it too because i'm doing something at the event yeah we talked about that before. yeah we're not gonna let anybody know about that now but <laughs> <laughs> but looking very much forward to that so but yeah you can uh, and then again with yxc street food you can you can check us out uh check out our website and and check us out on instagram and see in the summer months where all the trucks are in the city and all the good things they got cooking up so nice is, is are there any winter trucks is that, no they're pretty much they shut, shut down. yeah they okay. shut down I'd like to get some sort of winter thing going though, you know. I feel like because it's Saskatoon that there should be a, right? a like, winter like one. Like a because, hockey game, like an outdoor yeah. ho- like on a pond and like food trucks yeah. around. I think that I think that could go off I, pretty cool. I feel like we're in winter so much and we're so accustomed to it that we could we could pull it off. I think so like, too. Anywhere in the world. We gotta be able here. to do it here, right? Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Well, hey man, thank you for sharing so much information. Thanks, man. It was a pleasure. I learned a lot, and yeah, I, I wish that uh, I wish you all the best of not luck because you you go out there and do it. But I wish you the best success in all the, that you do, and I I know that you're gonna achieve everything that you and your foundation and everyone that works with you, all all of your sites are set, and you guys are gonna go there. Which is awesome. So. Well, I thank you very much for having me. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I've always admired you and, and what you do, and and um, you're you're a super genuine guy, and I I'm very fond of you. So thank you for having me. I yeah. appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks, Thanks brother. Thanks, Cheers. brother. Cheers. There you have it, guys. That was episode 14 with Corey King. That was such a fun episode to be a part of. And Corey, like I said before, he's an amazing guy. You guys will definitely improve your lives just knowing this guy. And if you ever get a chance to meet him, ask him some questions. He is definitely open to answering and helping people because that's all. That's what he's all about is helping people. And I just I love those types of people who want to serve people. And speaking of which. That is what this podcast is all about. I want to serve more people and help people accomplish what they want to by listening to how other people have gone through struggles and how they have dealt with it and how they have learned to control their own minds. So please, hit that like button. Helps more people see it. The subscribe button. If you want to make sure that you're up to date with every Thursday release. That's right. Every Thursday we release a new episode. There will not be a week that we take a day off. Every single week, every Thursday, it will be released. New episodes. Next week we have David Lyon from Montreal joining us on the podcast. Now if you're from Saskatoon, make sure you... Check out the Pinkwig Ugly Cardi Party. Get uh, some tickets. Make sure you come out. I'll be there. Corey will be there. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for making it through the podcast and spending some time and learning. I really appreciate it. And just an update for all the subscribers out there. We have currently accumulated 1,100 hours of listening time. (laughs) I... I can't express how grateful I am that people are listening to this and that this is affecting people. And, you know, thank you, every each and every one of the subscribers and everyone that listens to the podcast. Thank you very much. My name is Hadlin. That's H-A-D-L-E-N. And this episode is, the show notes will be at H-A-D-L-E-N.com slash C-M-C dash one four. It's a... Uh... It's breaking the cycle, breaking the cycle of constant death and rebirth and death and rebirth. You just accept it and move on and be at peace. That's what I've been trying to do. Oh shit. Yeah, because it's been a whole cycle. Like even right now, it's hard to try and break out of it. I wish I could have that same feeling with everybody else but you know there's just some people where it's like you can't look at them and just be at peace there's always something there's always something that will trigger some
In the days we 